Going Linux, episode 444. Welcome to Linux, starting your adventure, desktops. Welcome to the Going Linux podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. And I'm your co-host, Bill. Whether you're new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you valuable information and advice that will help you in Going Linux. We hope that you'll find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done. If you want, you can send us feedback at our email address at goinglinux at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 1-904-468-7889. In today's episode, welcome to Linux, Linux Desktop Environments. Hey, Bill. Hey, Larry. Long time no speak. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. How have things been going for you? It's been hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. It's summertime here in the Northern Hemisphere, so you got to expect that. Yeah. Well, as uh, I was telling you before we start recording, I broke KDE. The desktop's all wonky, so I don't know what I did. I'll have to look at it later. So that's the KDE. Yay. Okay, so you're not recording using KDE. No. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're back on Ubuntu Mate. Yeah, I had to pull out the backup computer because and, and, uh, I just couldn't get the thing straightened out before this recording. So I um, went ahead and started up the laptop that sits in the corner, and sure enough, there it is. Starts up, everything's fine. It, of course, ready to go. Ready to go. It's like, thank you, Ubuntu Mate. So. You had to do some updates, I'm imagining? Oh, just a few. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's been a while, right? Mm -hmm. There you go. How about you? Well, What'd as you long as you to? got them done before you started the recording. Yeah, for me, speaking of backup computers, I finally have something that I've gotten to run on my 2010 HP G60 laptop. Yes, a 13-year-old laptop, and it is running LXLE. I like to stick with the Ubuntu-based distribution. So this is a distribution that uses the LXDE desktop. And it has an oldish looking uh, desktop environment, but it is, it is great. It is uh, wonderful for this older laptop and I had tried the open source version of Chrome that is meant for older laptops uh, and it just was so sluggish it was crazy but this LXLE works great performs well just have to get used to working in LXDE again uh that isn't the LX uh, uh, LE isn't that the real lightweight one that you know doesn't need yes. a lot of RAM. Okay. Yes, and it's it's kind of loosely based on Lubuntu, uh, but it's its own distribution. LXLE. It's separate. Oh, okay. Well, let me know how that works. Uh, apparently, uh, your uh, experiments usually end up better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this this computer's been sitting around gathering dust for a while and I've been experimenting with it trying to get something to run and I was quite happy when I found LXLE and uh, for again because I had used it a while ago uh, okay. and there's a lot of right clicking and the menu doesn't work the same way as it does on most other uh, modern distributions but it is fine it works great as long as you plan to spend a little bit of time learning something new and you plan to tweak with stuff to get it to work because it does not work as out of the box as something like Ubuntu Mate does or Linux Mint. It uh, takes a little bit of tweaking and a little bit of persistence, and but it works fine as long as you're willing to put in a little bit of work. So, uh, did you happen to see how much of the resources that it's using? Because I'm sure it's fairly low, uh, lower spec from 13 years ago. Uh, yeah, it is definitely uh, lower spec. Give me a second here. And, oops, 
hit the wrong button. And what do I use to look at resources that's quick to get to? Mm, I think there's like a system monitor. Okay. Um, let's see. What, oh, here we go. There we go. And monitor, not monitor settings. System profile and benchmark? No. System monitor? No, they don't call it system monitor. What do they call it? Let me go into the monitor. This is the kind of stuff you got to do when you switch <laughs> distributions, right? Okay. Not monitor settings. Is it software? No. Utilities. Task manager is what they call it. Ah. Okay. CPU usage, 10%. Oh, that's not bad. Memory, it's using 486 megabytes of the... 2.9 gigabytes, 2,907 megabytes is what I've got in the machine. Mm -hmm. um, so it's three gig. Okay. It's using 400, a tenth of that. Oh, so, that's not bad. Yeah. And not bad at all. What what uh, video card does it have in it? <laughs> you would ask me that. <laughs> uh, let me see. Let me go back to... It's not important. I was just kind of wondering if it was integrated or not. Well, it is a 13-year-old machine. <laughs> oh, there we go. No proprietary drivers are in use. Okay. okay. That's not helpful. So, <laughs> it's probably an Intel-based card. Yeah, let's see here. Let's do NeoFetch. Ubuntu 20.04 is what it's based on. Kernel 5.4. Uh, LXDE. Window Manager is Openbox. And it's a Pentium T4200. Oh, wow. That is golly. In Intel Mobile 4 graphics okay. uh, GPU. 4 Series chipset. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, and, yes. it, and it runs, and it's running on that runs well. Yeah, it runs very well. That's impressive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It it it, it is it is slower. It's noticeably slower, but it is definitely faster than anything else I've had on it for a long time. So I don't think you can be putting Windows 11 on it. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I'd be surprised if it takes Windows uh, XP. Oh, well. <laughs> Actually, I think that's what it came with. Oh, okay. That or Vista, one of the other. <laughs> if it comes with Vista, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, 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 it never booted to Windows, so oh. I didn't just tell you that. <laughs> it is the computer that I, in 2010, I was recording this. Oh, Wow. Okay. Recording this on, yeah. It's amazing. I'm I'm always amazed. Uh, I mean, my older machine that I use is uh, just a i3 with uh, eight. Instead, uh, I'm gonna put some more RAM in that thing. But other than that, it's it's uh, still real useful, and it's not 13 years old. But good gracious, that mm -hmm. that uh, you want to make your old hardware keep going? Uh, <laughs> that's uh, Linux is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing that I've replaced on this is the battery. And right now it's running without a battery. It's running plugged in because the second battery or the third battery I put in there, it died. And I just said, eh, I'll just leave it plugged in. And uh, the other thing I um, replaced on there was the spinning hard drive. I replaced it with an SSD that fit in the same slot. Oh, nice. So you got yeah. so you got a, a machine that <laughs> you can use that's thirteen years old. I, I think you got your money's worth out of it. I think so. <laughs> yeah, still, still cranking. Still that's awesome. What, don't know what to do with it, but yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's something to play with. You know, that's important. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shall we start? We shall start. Okay. All right. So this, again, for those of you who have uh, fallen down that rabbit hole with us and we kind of uh, <laughs> went down the rabbit hole, we're talking about Linux desktop environments. And if you're wondering what a Linux desktop environment is or a desktop environment in general, we have a link 
to a post from 2010 on the Linux Mint forums that when I found it, I thought was the best description of a desktop environment and a window manager and explaining the difference between the two. Let me just read from that post. We'll have a link to all of what we're talking about here in the show notes. Of course, it says, if you are coming to Linux for the first time from Windows or Mac, you may not be familiar with the very concept of having different desktops to choose from. In Linux, you can choose different window managers and desktop environments. The window manager controls how the desktop windows are drawn by your computer. In Linux, you can choose between window managers like IceWM, OpenBox, Fluxbox, and XFWM, among others. A desktop environment, on the other hand, includes a window manager, but also includes stuff like panels, applets, and applications that are designed to work best in that particular desktop environment. Each desktop environment has its own special features and applications. Note, you can use any application in any desktop environment. And that's the quote from the Linux Mint forums back then. Wow. Very good. To say. Yeah. There's much more in that post, but that's the appropriate part for what we're discussing today. Yeah, because that's uh, usually the first thing that people uh, uh, get confused about is the different, uh, they think, it's more like Windows or Mac, and actually, right. you know, you can use different applications on different desktops. It might look a little, you know, icon might look a little funky or something like that compared to what it does on its, you know, uh, like KDE or anything mm -hmm. like that, but it still works because it's all yes. underneath, everything's still the same. So, Microsoft and Apple uh, each provide desktop environments for their operating systems too. In Windows, it's called Windows Desktop, and in Mac OS, the theme and UI are called Aqua. There are no other out-of-the-box uh, desktop environments to choose from in each of these operating systems. In a more limited way than with Linux de desktops, you can customize the color, theme, and UI in both Windows and Mac OS. Yeah. Much more limited way. Yeah, back in the day, wasn't there like something called Windows Blinds, if I remember correctly? You could. Uh, yeah, I still think that's around. Oh, I wow. don't know how it applies to Windows 11, but um, I think they still develop that. And there's some accessories for Mac OS as well that allow you to make some additional tweaks than are provided out of the box with the operating system. But in both those cases, you may find some free software to do it. But if you really want to be able to customize the desktop environment in Windows or in Mac, you have to pay a good deal of money to get uh, something that will do that for you. And with Linux, it's just built right in. Yeah, you know, uh, I like to have things the way I like them. You know, I don't, I, you know, because one size doesn't fit all. My workflow is totally different from yours, and yours is totally different from the our listeners so mm -hmm. uh what i like about linux is that i'm i'm able to customize it to what i want instead of what the company thinks i want right yeah. exactly and as we all know i'm using ubuntu mate and for quite a while uh, since i've been on the lta the last lts release uh, i was using it as it comes out of the box and over the past, oh, I don't know, month or two, I've done a little bit of customization of the UI, and I like it. I like it. I haven't done too much. It's still, you would recognize it as the Mate desktop on Ubuntu, and it, uh, I, like I said, I like it. Yeah, you, you probably remember when I first discovered Wobbly Windows, man, I was like, oh, wow, you know, look at this, and the cube and everything. I, I've, of course, grown out of that phase, but uh, that was back with uh, Sabion. And, uh, oh, yes. Yes, the uh, uh, that was a lot of fun, and but now I'm more like, I just, I just want to do my work. <laughs> yep, anyway, yep. go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, just, just work. Leave me alone. Yeah. Let me go. Uh, I think for a desktop environment 
review like we're doing here, it might have been good to do a video uh, of this, um, a, a screencast, if you will. But we didn't make a video for this review of desktop environments, but we do have one to share. Yes, we do. Nick at the Linux Experiment reviewed and rated 10 or so desktop environments according to his own experiences with them. And we put the YouTube link in the show notes if you're interested in watching that. And, uh, you know, um, Nick came out with KDE at the top. He did an excellent job of providing an overview of the desktop environments he rated and discussed some of the Linux distributions that use them. And what we'll find in our review here is that you can choose just about any desktop environment for just about any Linux distribution you choose. So you can switch around if you want to. Some distributions make it easier than others. And in looking at Nick's review, we added LXDE to his list. And since Cutefish, one that he reviewed, no longer appears to be in development, we left it out of any comments that we've made. Uh, one opinion I'd like to share, almost every Linux distribution tweaks the desktop environments they provide to fit their vision of how they want the distribution to look and work. So don't expect Mate on Fedora, Linux Mint, and Ubuntu Mate to look identical because they don't. And if you replace or add Mate to the default desktop environment, provided with the distribution you use, expect it to look very plain vanilla or even ugly because the desktop environment makers, developers, have a specific basic look that they provide and each distribution customizes it to their own. So each desktop environment that we're talking about here today provides a different user experience so it's essential to choose the one that aligns with your personal preferences with respect to the aesthetic looks, the functionality, the performance, and the customizable options that suit you best. So the first one we're going to talk about is the KDE Plasma and Kubuntu, OpenSUSE, uh, Fedora, etc. Uh, they each have a, one of the a KDE desktop. Uh, KDE uh, KDE Plasma is known for its modern and highly customizable user interface. Boy, I know that's the case. Good gracious. You can really dig into it. Um, yep. It offers a rich set of features, including a flexible and an intuitive desktop layout, extensive customization options, and powerful widget support. And six significant apps uh, that are typically included with KDE are Dolphin, which is the file manager, Console, which is the terminal emulator, and consoles with a K, uh, Kate, uh, the text editor, uh, KRunner, which is the application uh, launcher, KOrganizer, personal information manager, and Ocular, which is a document viewer. And remember you were saying that we could always use um, what we liked. I like Kate, so I uh, I always install Kate even if I'm not running a KDE uh, version of that. So that's uh, that's just kind of pick and choose. That's I don't know why I like it so much. It's just something about it makes sense to me. So I don't know if you do that, but yeah, uh, Kate's an awesome text editor. <laughs> yeah, I try to use whatever comes with the distribution and the desktop environment, but. Uh, there are a few things that I like the look and feel of that kind of cross over from one desktop to another. And as, as we mentioned earlier, the, uh, desktop environments each come with some applications that they provide so that you can use the Linux distribution that you're using. And the list you just ran through is the one, is the list of typical applications that come with KDE. Having said that, though, depending on which distribution you're getting with KDE, they may or may not use that particular application. Dolphin, for example, may show up on uh, a non-KDE desktop, whereas a KDE desktop on a, your particular distribution may use 
Kaha or may use some other file manager. So it's a bit of a mix and match. So what we're describing here is the typical application set that comes with the desktop environment that we're talking about. So you use KDE a lot, uh, and I've used it in the past. It's very, very flexible. And one of the things with KDE is over the years, they've streamlined it a little bit so that you don't have 12 ways to tweak a single setting. Uh, you may end up with three or four these days, <laughs> but you still have more than just one primary way of doing it, uh, which many of the other desktop environments that we review will give you a a single default way of doing it and maybe one or two additional ways if you look hard for them. And you can oftentimes just add whatever package you want to be able to give you additional configurable uh, settings for whatever the application is. Um, sometimes it's a plugin for the application. Sometimes it's uh, an add-on from another desktop environment. But if you're into tweaking your Linux, there's lots of ways you can do that. You know, one of the things uh, I would say is that um, KDE uh, is a very pretty uh, desktop when you get it all situated uh, in settings to how you like it. But uh, one of the other desktop environments we're going to talk about in a little while is my new favorite just for its sheer uh, polish. And uh, we'll talk about that when we get there. But, um, yeah, right now, me and Katie have a love-hate relationship, so <laughs> yep. I like the next one you're going to talk about. Exactly. So I am going to talk about two together here. One is Unity, and the other is Gnome. And the reason I'm bringing up Unity is, well, partly because Nick had reviewed Unity, but also Unity for a number of years was the default desktop environment in Ubuntu. Ubuntu has since adopted GNOME and made it look like Unity. Uh, so Unity was a default for Ubuntu for a long time, until 2017. Today, Ubuntu uses a customized version of GNOME that is designed to look and work like Unity. Unity featured a unique interface with a left side launcher and a top panel. Unity aimed to provide a consistent user experience across different devices and offered features like the HUD or heads up display for quick application navigation. Six significant typical applications included with Unity. Nautilus, which was labeled files and is the file manager. Gedit, sometimes pronounced Gedit, which is the text, uh, text editor. Terminal, which is, of course, the terminal emulator. Shotwell, the photo manager. LibreOffice, the office suite. And Thunderbird, the email client. Now, today, Ubuntu uses GNOME. And GNOME is also used by Red Hat, Fedora, OpenSUSE, etc. And GNOME provides a streamlined and user interface. It focuses on simplicity. If you get GNOME today on Ubuntu, it looks very, very different than it does on Fedora, Red Hat, OpenSUSE, because those distributions use uh, closer to the generic GNOME desktop environment. GNOME focuses on simplicity with a clean design and minimalist approach. GNOME emphasizes a natural workflow and features an integrated application launcher and a comprehensive set of core applications, including Nautilus, the file manager, GNOME Terminal is the terminal emulator, GNOME Software is the software center, GNOME Web is the web browser, GNOME Calendar is the calendar application, and GNOME Maps is the maps and navigation application. Now, you may be thinking, uh, I use GNOME on, name your distribution here, and it doesn't use the GNOME web browser. It uses Firefox. Well, that's because the GNOME desktop environment's default browser is the GNOME web. 
Whereas your distribution of choice, their choice for the web browser is Firefox or whatever it is. And they've replaced the suggestion, if you will, from the GNOME desktop environment with what the distribution wants. So that's an example of how your distribution may not line up exactly with what the desktop environment's default applications are. Yeah, if you, like I said, if you compare the two gnomes, uh, a gnome or gnome, however you say it, from like Ubuntu to Fedora, Fedora is going to be much more vanilla uh, because they pretty much just put the stock uh, gnome. So when you go over and you're you're looking at uh, Fedora, you were like, wow, this, this doesn't look anything like <laughs> the colors are wrong, the placement's wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's... It's all about what the uh, the developers of that distro have have wanted, uh, you know, uh, brought to the forefront or or uh, added. So you, not all gnomes are you can add it, but not all gnomes are going to be the same. Right. All right. Our next one we're going to talk about, Larry, is Cinnamon, and it's used by Linux Mint. Ubuntu Cinnamon, which you've had experience with lately, uh, OpenSUSE, uh, Fedora, and etc. Of course, it's. I'm sure it's available in others. Um, oh yes. Yes. Um, Cinnamon offers a traditional desktop experience resembling the layout of of older versions of Windows. It provides the, a familiar and easy-to-use interface with a customized panel, system tray, and applets. Cinnamon is known for its stability and efficiency. Six uh, of the significant apps typically included with this DE are Nemo, which is a file manager, Xted, I guess, I guess Xed, I don't know how to say it, but it's it's XED, so what would it be? X, X, I don't know. Just, I would just say XED. I don't, XED. I don't know how Britain sounds it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you got to stop changing those letters on me. Uh, terminal, which is a terminal emulator. X Player, which is a media player. Pix, which is image viewer and organizer. And Cinnamon Settings, which is the configuration tool. Right. And I don't know, XED, I don't remember ever typing that into a menu. It's always text editor to me, and I get whatever I get, you know, whether it's gedit or whether it's something else. But uh, yeah, uh, we've we've beaten that uh, topic to death. So let's move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Mate uh, is a desktop environment uh, that is... Available on Linux Mint, on Ubuntu Mate, of course, Fedora, and many, many others. Mate is a fork of the traditional GNOME 2 desktop, which is quite a few years old now, but GNOME 2, that is. Uh, Mate is definitely a, a desktop environment that provides a classic and familiar desktop experience combined with simplicity, stability, usability, and a modern look and feel on some distributions. Uh, I'll explain that comment in a moment. Mate is known for its lightweight nature, making it suitable for older hardware. Each distribution that provides Mate has tweaked it in some unique ways. The most extensive tweaking is provided in Ubuntu Mate, which provides panel layouts in addition to its default layout, named Familiar, all built on the Mate desktop each emulating a different desktop environment and selectable without rebooting. Ubuntu Mate's unique layouts emulate the appearance and behavior of the traditional Mate layout, contemporary layout with the macOS-like app menus, and even more macOS-like layout called Cupertino, a Windows-like Redmond layout, a Pantheon layout, and a Unity-like Mutiny layout. And you'll notice that Ubuntu Mate's implementation of Mate looks much more modern and much more eye-pleasing than the -the out-of-the-box Mate desktop does. In fact, my perception of plain vanilla Mate is it's ugly, (laughs) quite quite frankly. And the folks at Linux Mint, the folks at uh, Ubuntu Mate, 
and most other distributions do not use Mate out of the box, but I think the developers at Mate have provided some basic framework upon which distributions are expected to do their tweaking. And as a result, they haven't put the same level of effort into the aesthetics as some of the distributions have that use Mate. It's very functional, very performant, but uh, in my opinion only, it looks like crap out of the box. I agree. Uh, the developers for Ubuntu Mate have done a nice job of getting everything looking the same and, and uh, polish. I'll, I'll give them that yeah. one. And I do love that, being able to switch desktops um, when you're... <laughs> Little heart desires. Oh, I don't like working with uh, this desktop. Uh, this desktop, I'm going to change to something else. Okay, so yeah, exactly. That's such a nice feature. Yeah, and uh, you know that's Ubuntu Mate. The Linux Mint folks for their uh, Mate version have done a fine job as well. Although their approach is to take Cinnamon and Mate and the other desktop environments they use and make them all look the same. Uh, and uh, behave the same and work the same. And that's great. Uh, that's their perception of how things should work. And if you want to be able to switch desktops without knowing which desktop you're looking at, uh, without digging into it, uh, Linux Mint might be the one that you're looking for. If you want yeah. to be able to switch uh, desktop layouts without having to reboot or actually install another desktop environment, then Ubuntu Mate is the one that you want for that. The applications that Mate use out of the box are Kaha, the file manager, Pluma, the text editor, and Mate Terminal, the terminal emulator. And you'll find that many of the names of the applications in Mate are of Spanish origin, simply because I believe that Mate is uh, a South American Spanish uh uh, developers leading that project. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So the next one is XFCE, and it's used by Zubuntu, OpenSUSE, Linux Mint, and Fedora. Uh, XFCE is a lightweight desktop environment that prioritizes uh, performance and resource efficiency. It offers a clean and straightforward interface with a customizable desktop environment. Uh, now, XFCE is highly customizable, allowing users to tailor their desktop experience to, uh, to their preferences. Three significant apps, applications that typically include, uh, that are included with this DE are Thunar, which is a file manager, uh, the mouse pad, which is a text editor, and terminal emulator. <laughs> Neil, we were talking about your laptop, the old laptop. But mm -hmm. Would XFCE not run on it? Oh, I'm sure it would. I just didn't try that one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I uh, ran across LXDE before I tried out Lubuntu or any of the others, like Peppermint or any of those that use the lightweight desktop environment. But um, XFCE is a great choice for older laptops, for sure. And uh, Zubuntu is the one that I have used in the past that typically uses XFCE. And uh, I've been quite happy with it in the past. And if I hadn't run across LXDE, uh, or LXLE, I guess is the uh, distribution that I've been using, um, I would have uh, probably sought out Zubuntu or one of the others that use XFCE. Yeah, I, I think... Uh... If I remember correctly, the LXDE looks a little more modern than XFCE. XFCE is really basic and very plain. Yeah, yeah. If you if you think Mate looks old, uh, <laughs> XFCE looks older. <laughs> it looks like Windows 2000 in a lot of ways. Oh, that's painful. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, so let's move on to LXDE. Uh, and it... Until 2018, Lubuntu used it. Uh, they've since switched over to something else. Uh, LXLE uses it. That's the distribution that I'm using that uses LXDE as its desktop environment. Peppermint, 
Fedora, and many others. LXDE is a lightweight desktop environment designed to be resource-friendly. It aims for simplicity and high performance, making it suitable for low-spec machines or those seeking an efficient and fast desktop experience. LXDE offers a traditional layout with a taskbar and system tray. LXQT is a free open source lightweight desktop environment, and it was formed from the merger of LXDE and Razor QT projects, and that's why I'm including it in here, because it's related to LXDE. Like its GTK predecessor, LXDE, LXQT does not ship or develop its own window manager. Instead, LXQT lets the user decide which supported window manager they want to use. Linux distributions commonly default LXQT to OpenBox, XFWM4, or KWin as their window manager. And significant applications that are typically included with LXDE are PCManFN, which is the file manager, LeafPad, is the text editor, and as a note, LXLE uses mousepad. Lubuntu uses featherpad, so there's a, a lot of variation uh, even within the LXDE desktop environment, depending on which distribution you're using. LX Terminal is the terminal emulator by default on LXDE, although LXLE uses something called Sakura, S-A-K-U-R-A. Uh, the image viewer is called LXImage-QT, and XArchiver is the archive manager. If you're coming from Windows, that's the program you use to zip programs <laughs> into a, a compressed format. That was a lot of acronyms. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. And uh, yeah, if you get into the XFCE, LXDE, LXQT uh, <laughs> environment, you're going to see a lot of acronyms. You're going to make my head explode. You keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. GTK. <laughs> All right. So our next one is my second favorite. And... Uh, it is called Bungie, uh, or Budgie. I always want to call it Bungie, which is the game studio, <laughs> but Budgie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Budgie, and it's using Solace and Ubuntu Bun uh, Budgie. Uh, Bungie is a modern and elegant desktop environment developed for the, uh, the Solace operating system. It focuses on simplicity, uh, featuring a sleek panel with a centralized menu and a Raven sidebar for system notifications. So that's what it was called. Okay. Uh, and application and applets. Uh, Bungie offers a pleasant and polished user experience. And six uh, of the apps that are usually included with this DE are Nautilus, which is a file manager, Pluma, it's a text editor, GNOME, Terminal, which is, of course, a terminal emulator. Uh, events, uh, I think that's how you say it. Events is a document yep. viewer. GNOME Photos, which is a photo manager. And Bungie Desktop Settings, and that's the configuration tool. Um, that's, it's, this one is my second favorite one. Um, it is, uh, it, it can, it's highly customizable, but, did you notice something about that, Larry? Is that it pulled a lot of uh, different applications, like we were talking about, uh, from mm -hmm. that uh, other distros don't include, or they're pulling it from whatever works the best. So that's a right. that's a smart thing. Yeah, they've got some GNOME tools in there. They've got Pluma from Mate, and uh, they've got their own desktop settings configuration tool. So. They've done some development on their own. Uh, I, does Raven mean something to you as a sidebar? Is that a special uh, name or something? Uh, I guess that's the program they use. I, I didn't know what that thing, I didn't know they had named the sidebar, but it's um, just where the, all the applets uh, sit. Uh, and uh, I know they're, um, they've made, they've really polished it, but I, I think that might be a, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that's a, their own, uh, own little thing, but, uh, 
Yeah. Don't quote be. me on that. Yeah, I haven't used Budgie, so I don't know. Now, I know, I don't know where the status, I know Ubuntu Bungie, uh, Budgie, uh, and if I say Bungie, you're just going to have to excuse me, <laughs> but Budgie <laughs> um, is still in development, but I don't know what Solace, I've tried Solace back in the day, and I, yeah. uh, I don't know, I, there's, I guess I was too Debian based for it, uh, cause they had their own packages. I, I'm, I don't know what its status is, if it's still actively developed. So if anybody knows, let me know. It might be time to go visit it again. Yeah, I think it is, but I don't know for sure cause I don't use it. But yeah, it, uh, you like it. So it's definitely worth checking out. Okay, uh, second last one we have here is Pantheon. And it's used in elementary OS, OpenSUSE, and Fedora. Pantheon is a desktop environment used by elementary OS. It features a minimalistic and elegant design inspired by Mac OS. Pantheon offers a streamlined workflow, a sleek dock, and a well-integrated set of applications that contribute to a cohesive user experience. And the significant apps that are typically included with Pantheon desktop environment are Files, File Manager, Code, Text Editor, Terminal, Terminal Emulator, Epiphany, the web browser, Noise, the music player, and Calendar, the calendar application. I think they believe in pretty obvious names for some of their applications. Although I'm not sure I would have picked noise as a name for the music <laughs> player, but okay. Have you listened to some of the stuff I listened to? You would say it was uh, noise. No. Okay. All right. Uh, I will, I will have to uh, give, uh, uh, Pantheon as the coolest name for a desktop. Uh, environment. Yes. I think that's really, really good. Uh, yeah. Elementary OS, uh, uh, we've both uh, played with it. Um, they want it to be very Mac-like. And mm -hmm. you know yeah. how a lot there's... Uh, they, uh, if I remember correctly from reading their design documents, was that they wanted to pick one application that um, is the best in class and include it instead of having three or four. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's one of the things that they've worked on. And so, uh, Pantheon is really customizable, um, but within the limits that they kind of set. So it's, it's not bad. Uh, they, they want to be able to have someone from, or, or elementary OS anyway, wants someone that has never seen it being able to figure out Thus, the common names, you know, where things are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I've never used elementary. Uh, I've watched some videos of reviews of elementary and the Pantheon desktop that goes along with that. But I have used the Pantheon-themed desktop for Ubuntu Mate, and it's very, very similar to what I've seen in the videos of elementary OS, and they've done a pretty faithful job of making it look and work like Pantheon with the dock at the bottom and the menu at the top and so on. So my experience of Pantheon has been the Pantheon desktop in Ubuntu Mate, but I like that too. And that's the one that I have uh, typically migrated to on Ubuntu Mate in the past until I adopted the one that I have today, which is very similar to, you, 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 you'll never guess this one, Gnome 2. <laughs> I really, really like the way that worked. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I've stuck with it. Oh, no, that's, you know, that's the beauty of uh, having all these desktops. You pick the one you like. Speaking yep. of the one I like, this next one is my absolute favorite. And it's called Deepin. And it's used by and developed by the Deepin project. Deepin provides a visually appealing and user-friendly interface. It emphasizes a clean and intuitive design with a dock at the bottom and a task uh, switcher optimized for touch devices. Deepin integrates well with its own set of applications and offers 
smooth animations and transitions. Six significant applications that are included with uh, DeepN are DeepN File Manager, DeepN Text Manager, DeepN Music Player, DeepN Terminal, which is uh, their version of the Terminal Emulator, and DeepN Image Viewer. And you probably get get the idea that they <laughs> they like their name, but beyond that, they um, they it's also uh, very we you know what to look for. You don't have to guess mm-hmm. like what's Kaha or, or what's uh, you know whatever, but you you, yep. you get the idea. And so I I really liked uh, the. Um, that that desktop, I wish I could get that desktop uh, when on the Windows computers I have to use at work. So <laughs> it's so nice. It's very yes. modern. But if you were rating these right now, Larry, who would you say is the the most modern looking to you? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I haven't really looked at deep in, so I can't really comment on that one. So excluding that, I think the most modern is probably, oh, I don't know, um, cinnamon or, uh, depending on which distribution it's in, because, you know, each distribution changes them a little bit, maybe cinnamon or, uh, budgie. Um, yeah. So, that, I I would have to guess those are the ones that look the most modern. Maybe even GNOME. I don't yeah, know. I think I, I I that was kind of a, uh, a qu- you answered the question, but I didn't ask it right. So, which distribution mm, okay. do you think <laughs> is the most modern looking out of the box? Now, I think that might be a little bit uh, more um, yeah. focused. Okay, so out of the box, I think. Plain window manager Mate, the one I use every day, is is towards the bottom of the list. Okay, but I would say that uh, Budgie or uh, I haven't used DeepN, so I can't comment on that. Uh, yeah, Budgie or Cinnamon or GNOME out of the box are probably the ones that I would choose. I don't know. Uh, I could add Pantheon to the list, but I haven't used it either, so. I can't really comment on it. So uh, the last two we've talked about, take them off the list, and we're left with three. Budgie, Gnome, and um, Cinnamon. Yeah. I think you're pretty much on track. So uh, I've used, because I'm a distro hopper, um, I think uh, it's Deepin, Pantheon, and Bungie, then Cinnamon, and then I would say... um, uh, let's see here. Just at a, then KDE, because, you know, KDE at one time used to be the bleeding edge, but they've done so many, uh, these other desktop, uh, desktop environments have really stepped up the game. So I would have to say out of the, you know, top five, uh, KDE is going to be at the bottom with, uh, Pantheon, Deepin, uh, Bungie, and uh, Cinnamon leading the pack. But that's just me. I mean, what I like might be totally different from what other people. That's the beauty of it. There's plenty of choices. Yes. If you don't Pick like the one you like, <laughs> if you don't like the uh, desktop and Windows, well, oh well, you can change the background. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah, so well, your question was around the visual experience and that varies as we've said from distribution to distribution and their implementation of the desktop environment but there are a lot of other things you need to look at when choosing a which desktop environment to to use Um, not the least of which is which distribution is it implemented in but also the performance of the applications what applications you like, although you can change the applications. Um, if you can find a distribution that uses a desktop that has the selection of applications that fit with the way you work on a computer, that's the ideal situation, whatever that means. It may be 
KDE on Kubuntu to you. It may be Cinnamon on Linux Mint to you. It may be um, Mate on Ubuntu Mate to you. It really depends on your personal choice and preference. And as we've said multiple times in this episode, as well as in the past, Linux gives you the choice and the option to choose the way you want to use your computer. It doesn't force you into using it one way like Windows and Mac OS try to do. I agree. Okay. So um, that's it for our overall uh, review of some of the desktops. We've only touched the surface here. There are many, many more with many different features and different default applications to choose from. So if you are adventurous and you would like to distro hop or simply change the desktop environment of the distribution you're using, go ahead. That's what it's for. Linux is something you can experiment with. I just wanted to give a honorable mention to OpenBox. It's mm -hmm. uh, uh, back in the day when CrunchBang was still a, an active distribution. I thought that was really well done. Very minimalist, but very quick, and uh, it was it was interesting. So I wanted to say OpenBox uh, is uh, got has to get an honorable mention. Yeah, OpenBox is um, used a lot by. Internet of Things devices, things like uh, network-attached storage devices that have a user interface that you can log into that runs on Linux and OpenBox, um, and many others as well. So it's used because it's extremely lightweight, extremely performant, and uses very, very minimal resources. So, yeah, it's it's ideal and uh, for some situations and continues to be used today. All right, enough on desktop environments for one episode. Our next episode will be listener feedback, and it will be, quite frankly, almost all voicemails. We've got a backlog of voicemails. We'll get to them next episode and look forward to that. Until then, you can go to our website at goinglinux.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe. We provide the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done. And if you like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Linux podcast community on community.goinglinux.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. 73. Music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.